Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guest as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of, right here on the Create Clarity with Charity podcast. Hello and welcome to Create Clarity with Charity. Today I have an amazing guest. Curtis Van Dreich with Mind Boss LLC. He's a coach and mentor and has an amazing framework that can help you transform your life. Hi, Curtis. Hi, Charity. Happy to be here. How are you doing today? I am happy that you are here and that we are finally getting on this podcast and that you're going to help share a wealth of your information with our audience. Absolutely. So we want to know about you and your story, how you became a mentor, coach, and published in CBS, ABC, NBC for your um, awesome mentorship programs. Let's get into the details about you though, because you have a really exceptional story about overcoming mindset blocks and all kinds of things. So welcome and tell us about you. Yeah, so I grew up in Portland, Oregon, a very like privileged upbringing with a loving family with um, uh uh, pretty like uh, accountant HR uh, parents you know had the had the comforts of that type of lifestyle and um, and then uh, you know that was good and I didn't have like a learning disorder or anything I was diagnosed with ADHD um, when I was eight years old and actually in around eight years old you know it uh, was an interesting point in life but um so going into like high school though I was definitely more different I was definitely more isolated more um, socially isolated I definitely wasn't in like the system so to speak as much as other people because I was online posting a YouTube videos for uh for this for this dance which was like and people you know like very consistently almost like the beginning stages of carving my own path with that with the with the mindset and uh it was very freeing and uh I got a lot of heat for it because it was just so different you know it wasn't just like hang out with friends smoke weed and uh go to uh go to class and I was like actually like you know applying myself to something to something you know, yeah. just this to, to, to something. Um, you guys were going down to the riverfront, right? The riverfront. And what is that cert- certain kind of dancing called? There's like a Melbourne shuffling. Oh, Melbourne shuffling. Yeah, the shuffle. I mean, you guys, that's some fancy footwork. I went and I saw some of your videos and that's that's awesome. It looks like you just get so hyped and energized. And you, you'd like go down to the riverfront and yeah. a group of you would go and just shuffle all afternoon. And I'd like to point out that YouTube channel was like extremely successful. Uh-huh. way Alex. back in the day like seven eight years ago right yeah like yeah like a decade ago like seven hundred thousand views all together I, mean, I didn't hit the million but it was it was decent yeah because what you guys were doing was really really uh notable it was so super awesome it's fun to fun to watch so that's the thing like you know people kind of don't really understand mental illness and they don't really like understand that um you know we 
we have chemical imbalances and we may need a little extra help from like coaching and consulting or counselors or mentors and to re-steer our mindset. And that's what you really focus on. So let's talk about like, I mean, you had a you know great childhood. You live in Portland, Oregon. It's a beautiful place. You made it through school, you know, medicated, but at least you had everything under control and you were still like an effective member of society and still getting good grades and that you kind of taught yourself to live with that bit of a disability. It didn't stop you from going to college and getting an accounting and an accounting and business degree, right? Yeah. So I, after high school, I went to college and I had, you know, the ADHD meds, uh, you know, all of them, we tried all of them in life and figured out the cocktail there and uh, didn't have a learning disability, like I said, and I went to school, got good grades, only got like one C, you know, it was like the lowest grade I ever got in school wow. and did uh, do, uh, do, do it for taxes, business administration, because my grandfather made a tax self-employed tax business that my father did. And I was like, I'm just going to follow in the footsteps. And this is where the story begins for me, really. Like, yeah. this is where, so. This is where it gets real, right? Like Real, yes. Your life could have gone any direction at that, at this point, because there was a complete like collapse. Like you hit your valley low, right? After you graduated. Yeah right and you had like After. everything so you had your degree you you made it through college with a's you know you you had your support from your family which is a lot of times people don't but um and another good thing is like you stayed clean you weren't into drugs and abusing that because that could really trigger you know any you know extreme um side effect right on on your medication and all that but you did work your tail off. You became a workaholic, right? Like, yeah. tell me about like your first year out of school and what, what, what went on? First year out of school, I definitely learned more about the real taxes and tried to do the uh, like tax and try to do the tax exam, but I was still doing them and father was signing off. But like uh, when tax season hit though, oh my. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when tax season hit, it was like, it was like the anchor dropped or something because that's when like 85% of the revenue comes in and that's like 900 returns between three people from February 1st to April 15th. Yeah. Like that's like 12, 14 hour days. We only took Sunday off because of the, you know, the Christian upbringing or whatever, that kind of traditional thing. But like that, um, that, that was an eye opener because like, and because you know, and because I, because I worked with dad and he was like, and he still is like a mentor, you know, and sh shining the good light on him. Good, good, good influence. Let's go through influence. Mm -hmm. And I grew up and I saw it. He wouldn't be, he would never be home. Um, yeah. All, like this season, you know, just, and, and, and that's probably like where like the peak performance actually came from. Honestly, it's just like that, like uh, that example or whatever. But um, so and, 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 and when I grew up, he'd be like, I just don't have time for anything. So, so when I would do these 14 hour days, I'd be like, I need time. I just need the time. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm a warrior. So I just wouldn't sleep sometimes too. Mm -hmm. So it would be like 14 hour days, like no sleep to just get any time. And it was just like, I just couldn't, I just could not live like that. It was a real yeah. eye opener to like knowing that like there had to be a, an abstract something else there had to be a different path that wasn't just go to school, get a job, do it for four years. Yeah. Stay in the box, corporate gauntlet, you know, 
Um, and then we do, a lot of us did that. We did what our parents wanted, what their dream was for us, which would be to follow their footsteps and to, you know, get the degree and get the corporate job or to take over the family business. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it doesn't work for everybody that way. And it's a perfect example of, you know, doing what you're supposed to, like we all, a lot of us did, and then found that it wasn't for us after four years of school. And, you know, then, you know, working 14 hour days, six days a week, you know, hitting, um, you know, your mental ceiling, and pretty much having it, um, you know, break you to a point where, you know, you really kind of even, you know, look at another tax return or put another number in the box. It just, it wasn't mentally healthy, right? So yeah, this is what I, a lot of people do. They, this is when I got in trouble because I, 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 I was just, I was going off the deep end. Um, and like, because I, I, after it was later after this, once I was in the hospital, after I quit taxes, that was the deepest end, was the deepest, hardest, darkest part of my soul or whatever being diagnosed gets so effective, which basically means if there's an intense spike of emotion, I'll hear a voice, which, which sucks. So like I would hear, hear stuff. And, mm -hmm. but I would act on it. And like, I got the cops calling me and like, I, and it was just, uh, that wasn't, that wasn't fun. Uh, yeah. I mean, you were time. in your own mental hell. It wasn't like that was fun for you or you felt like liberated and you could just go balls to the wall and like do it. It wasn't like that. Right. It was more tormenting and it was, it was uncomfortable and it was scary. And a lot of people need to know that with mental illness and having it triggered by work overload or exhaustion or fatigue, not getting enough sleep, not taking good care of ourselves, really not giving ourselves a break. Like a lot of people in that profession, you know, I've been accounting for 25 years. I know what you feel sometimes because I felt like that, but not, I've never been diagnosed. But when you have like 15 clients and you have 941s and OQs and, you know, 990s and, you know, 1040s and all these tax forms do there's these deadlines it's like a huge amount of pressure right and a huge amount of liability so you know people have to understand that it's not just like putting the number in the box there's just a lot of pressure in in finance so I feel you man and I'm so glad you pulled out of that because guess what you did after that I know that people are going to love the story because um you know you didn't quit you didn't let that diagnosis hold you down and like limit your capabilities which is really key in mentorship is to know that we are you know the boss of our own mind and if we have the right medication we start saying nice things to ourselves and we can follow through with our goals and write things down and clear our heads and make time for us you're a perfect example of how you can be completely um you know effective business owner. So let's talk about what happened. So you had that hard crash, brain went on overload, ended up in the hospital, um, had to get re-steered back into kind of what you were going to do because you knew you weren't going to work for your so dad. So I had to take care of that. And that was like a year out of my life, just straight recovery um, and really hard time getting just a job. So, you know, eventually I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to get something, you know, cause like I was always, I, I was always like a work, like you said, a workaholic. So I got a corporate job at Amazon, which, um, used to get on my feet, which was fantastic for a moment there. Actually, uh, actually, I was really grateful to just have work because yeah. like of when, when the mental illness is there, it's genuinely, genuinely hard to get work, mm -hmm. even with the help of like voc rehab coaches, you know, ESA still extremely difficult to land something. So like 
we're, we're at that point in my life now where I'm just honestly building up the capital or whatever, you know, just yeah. getting on my feet, getting, getting healthy, mm-hmm. getting, and getting building healthy. yourself back up to yeah. uh, establish a routine and get out there and be productive. But yeah, but like, I never quit though. That's the thing. Like inside, like I never stopped like the, the, the vision of freedom from a nine to five like honestly mm-hmm. like I was like it was always there I never and literally never never wanted that normal um life inside is my was my was the talking to myself mm-hmm. so we're there and then um you know my first business when actually when I was in taxes I did it simultaneously while I was in the off season or whatever was personal training it was coaching like I always wanted to help other people help just help other people to give to other people to see the results of other people I was actually my first business dove pretty deep into that for like three or four months didn't know what I was doing trying to do digital marketing but invested in mentorship and saw the value in in a coach in a guide in an expert in a um Someone who someone who has walked down the path, who um, who 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 has done it, yeah, who has the experience. So you know, after you know all that mess and getting into Amazon, then um, uh, building up my sales, uh, like yeah, I was like prioritize my priorities. My priorities were my myself and my success. I was really worried about more worried about myself than anybody else, honestly, which is right. kind of counterintuitive to what just people think, mm-hmm. honestly, from my experience. So like I was building up the copywriting skill. I was building up the sales skill. I was building up the social media skill. I was never stopping. Yeah. It was it was like um, spreading myself too far out all over the place or whatever. But I never mm-hmm. um, I never stopped developing. Yeah. Uh, and you're growing your gauntlet of tools, right? You're building your, yeah. your tools, your toolbox, essentially yeah. you're self-educating. Yeah. You're finding what you really like to do, what you were passionate about that you could. And that was fueling you, right? The Dan Locke programs, the, the MLMs. I mean, you put your feet in a lot of things before I saw you show up on one of my Q and a calls yeah. and you were like one of my best students ever. So it's kind of like, I, I could see the fire and the drive and the commitment, like you weren't going to give up. And that's what it really takes. And I think a lot of the audience out here need to hear that a lot more that like to do what you did to, you know, check out of the box and do things differently. And, you know, even though you tried to like follow in the footsteps and do what was, you know, um, kind of asked of you um, mm-hmm. through your family and society where they just kind of assume you're going to do that. Um, but you went out and journeyed to find your own path. So let's talk about that. When you finally got that, that, that drive, that passion, where you felt like you were completely dialed into your next phase in your life and you found your passion. Let's talk about that. Yes. Yeah, so I was in, I was in your program, hundred percent grateful to be in there. Cause I knew other people like really knew like very closely people in there. And that was, that was just a, that was a great experience. And the yeah. tools are so, so practical and, and helpful and produce. Um, like, I mean, Brett went through it and like Brett, you know, mom you know i can distract it on your other success stories but like yeah i went through that and i was doing copywriting and then you know i did some that did some copywriting for you and kind of built myself up but then you know out of nowhere came this mlm and, and we're not gonna uh, get too much into it but it just wasn't a fit let's yeah. just say it just wasn't a fit yeah. and it was 
time consuming and it was just interesting. It was, it wasn't a fit, but it, um, trying all these different things, um, because, uh, a, a common one and we're talking about never giving up, but also a common one. It's like, I don't know what to do. And it takes, it takes time to, to reflect and think and kind of eat from the buffet of life. I think a little bit, but then this is where it gets interesting. I don't know if you remember this, but this was an epiphany moment because I was just like drawing the line on this, on this MLM. And then I called you and I was like, can I, can I call you? <laughs> like, I didn't really know. And you're like, yeah, sure. I'm in between meetings. And I was like, what do I do? <laughs> and you shed so much light. And, yeah. and that was like the, my one strategy call, I guess, that you give away free, we would call it, even though it kind of wasn't, but it was. Uh-huh. And you were like, what is the fire inside of you? And I was like, I want to coach. It's so funny that we always go around full circle. Mm-hmm. And it was always back to um, helping others achieve what their results and being in the value of other human beings type of thing. And, uh, and then we went, we dove back in. We went, we did the Mind Valley. We did the LLC. We got the power activities. We, um, we got the tools. We got dialed in. It was a process. It took work. Mm-hmm. It wasn't perfect. It was rough. Mm-hmm. But that's the beauty of it is that that, work, that ugly work habit is the best work habit, I think. Yeah. Well, it's really disciplined. And that's why people either make it or they, they fake it. And then they then they they give up. Because if you don't have the follow through and you don't show up and you don't implement the action, the actionable items, then the business stops. So you are like the gasoline in your engine in that machine that we built online. You showing up, you doing your power activities, you putting in 110% following up and really dedicating yourself to help transform lives. So let's talk about that. Your mentorship program, you work with men. I'm going to pull up your site and I want to talk about what you've done and how remarkable and amazing it is and the lives that you do to help people with time management and also, you know, um, your mindset programs and your accountability systems and you know, everything that you've put together here um, and the opportunity to help people, you know, master their time management, really um, hold themselves accountable to their goals. So let's talk about mindbossllc.com. Yes, let's. So uh, Mindboss LLC is the LLC I created. It's coaching LLC. It's just the name. I could have named it anything. I just thought it was super catchy, um, which I think is awesome. But no, so Peak performance coaching, right? It's like eliminating distractions, increasing the focus, um, increasing productivity, increase, you know, getting into the workflow, getting into the work habit. Uh, with my methodology, which I lived, which was developed in that time period when I was in Amazon and you were doing business development. I call it real one because it is real. It was not a joke. Like mm-hmm. real, I call it real one because it's real. And like this framework that I made, mm-hmm. um, also yeah. Yeah, on there, I was featured in uh, Fox like a couple times, oh, SNN, yeah. Market Watch, uh, and they vet you. So that's important. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. But this, yes, this framework, remarkable mentor, Curtis Van Dyke, takes, helping people accomplish peak performance through Mindboss. Oh, yeah, you're on ABC, NBC, CBS. That is so exciting. Um, the, the, the framework, like it, you, it takes commitment and uh, and there's that's the yeah that that's the simpler the simpler version clarity challenge actually on ability um it takes commitment it takes thick skin you have to be a war it's for men um it's for men specifically um and like so if you apply yourself to this framework and just work and just work with me you know like we're gonna work together we're gonna we're gonna find the sticking points we're gonna iron them out 
I do, I do group coaching. I do seminars, which is actually like my favorite uh, thing. Um, we're going to figure it out. And then we set, we set, we set that, like, it's like, um, when there's a ship on the ocean and there's like the North star, this is how I learned it. And then the ship goes towards it or it goes away. It always navigates towards that star. Like I'm literally, it sounds cheesy or whatever, but I literally am like that star. Like I'll mm. keep you on track to that end goal. And it takes time. It genuinely takes time. It took me nine months. You know, it's not a quick fix bandaid type thing. It's, it's yeah. real, but it's, it's versatile for many different um, levels of people you know, whether it's like intermediate, uh, beginner or advanced, it's like, because I have, there's this app, this is an accountability app. It's extremely simple and versatile, but mm-hmm. if you set it up right, it'll hold you to it. And I'm on there just basically says I'm a serial overachiever. Um, yeah, you are, you're so dedicated to what you do. Like that's what I always, you know, I really honor that in you. I really, I really think that, you know, you, you putting all of the frameworks that you've learned how to kind of master your own mind and beat the odds and, um, yes. you know, bring your passion to the forefront. I mean, honest about your story and sharing it. I mean, it's so honorable, Curtis. I know, um, you know, we all don't spend enough time, um, you know, studying mental illness and the effect that it has on, on people. And a lot of people are suffering with it, but people aren't understanding. So, um, I mean, I see you're just like a normal dude though, cause you're so dialed in. You, you take such good care of your mental, emotional health. You know, you're athletic. You really do a lot of things that help you stay sharp. So let's talk about that as inspiration you know, what can you tell people, um, that, you know, now that you didn't know when you first started your business and, and how to stay in that, like higher frame of mind, like, how do you stay that focus, that laser focus and dialed in? What, what kind of things do you do? Literally when there's uncomfort, like uncomfort zone, run into the uncomfort and win and don't run away from it. Biggest tip. And it's hard. Like, honestly, like every day I tell myself, run into the gunfire win like I'm being dead serious yeah no it's like war out there you know like we have our war map um in my program because it is entrepreneurship sometimes feels like you are the only one on your team at times so you have to take it all on so you're wearing all the hats right so you have to be your best marketer be your best communicator be your best lead generator be your best marketing advisor be your best accountant be your best you, you know, you're, you, you're having to wear like 15 hats. And that's why I love the coin chief, everything officers, CEOs, because that's what this new age of business is. It's like people taking their control back and their power and building their dream business. And they know how to do all the complicated, intricate parts that used to take five professionals. So not only that, so your business is a little different. It's not like done for you service or like providing a service for like, it's, I mean, it is a service coaching is, but it's a little more custom tailored. So let's talk about like, yeah. you know, the lives that you do. Um, yeah. Because I, let's see, cause you've been going live on um, Saturdays, right? And Mondays. Yeah. Yes. Every yeah. week. And what, and what kind of, um, what kind of information are you giving away on your lives? So the information I do on the lives is like, you know, the value levels of like a, like a funnel kind of, not really a funnel, but it's the free stuff. It's like the, um, it's, uh, it's to give value and, uh, and it's the free framework uh, when I go live. 
And it's so, and it's, and it's to talk about the framework that's the higher end apprenticeship, one-on-one coaching seminars. It's to lead into that, but it's mm-hmm. also to give as much value as possible, almost like a buffet, you know, like all you can eat and to give some insight. And also I am a coach. I will not teach stuff that doesn't work. Like, yeah. I'll just, like it'll take a second and you have to um, hold the space, but uh, the lives are, they're almost like a, just like a class, me teaching. What do I teach though? I taught about work-life balance. I talked about, um, what are some other ones I talked about? Oh, I just did a rant on New Year's when I just talked about straight success principles. I um, Yeah. And those and are then, the key frameworks, right? And the People why. I talked about the why, but that one why. was, that was a, a seminar. So only like a piece of that was out there. So yeah. that's about that. Yeah. So it's exciting, Curtis. I love it. I love what you're doing. I love that you're getting out in nature. I mean, so do you, do you have like rigid routines? You have, tell us how yes. you stay like dialed in and how you keep on track. Like what kind of, um, you know, do you work out? Do you, do you Every have day. like scheduling books? Do you, how do you hold yourself accountable? This is a new thing. Let's talk about this. I'm not gonna, so this is, this is an accountability app that, um, I've used for like eight days. Oh, an accountability app. Cool. It's fairly inexpensive. It's like $30 a year. Um, wow. It's like driving a car. Uh, if you, this is like the car. If you don't have the driver's license, it's useless. So if you can't get a piece of paper, put your schedule, put your schedule out like by yourself, this is useless. But if you can do that, this is an incredible tool because it's very versatile. Awesome. Um, so, cool. so accountability apps and, and, you know, being very, very strategic on your planning. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's very so let's tell, let's ask the audience. I mean, you do have a CTA call to action. What do you want them to do and how can they get a hold of you so they can get some of your awesome tools? Yes, absolutely. So please go to mybossllc.com. My calendar is on there. It's up to date. It's very consistent, uh, mainly mornings, PST, Pacific Standard Time. Get on a meeting with me. Get on a strategy call with me. Let's strategize. Let's talk about your goals. Let's talk about your passion. Let's talk about your vision. Let's talk about where you want to be and try to remove, you know, point A to B. The only, the only, the only reason why you're not at B is, is this time and effort and the resources and the equipment and the guidance that you need. So like mm-hmm. just, um, get on a meeting with me and we'll get on a strategy call with me and we'll strategize. That's the call to action. Awesome. Right on Curtis. Okay. Everyone out there, if you want an exceptional um, coach, mentor, someone who really cares, who has some systems that are set up to really help people transform, get with Curtis Van Dreich from MindBoss LLC. Thanks so much for being here, Curtis. It was really a pleasure having you on my show and we'll chat soon. Thank you so much, Charity. You're the best. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao. Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guests as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of, right here on the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast.